0: This is George G and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Kat McCoy. Kat, are you ready to do this?
1: Good morning, George. How are you?
0: I am doing awesome. Thank you. Kat is the owner of Best Kept Jewelry Concierge. She's on a mission to take the stress out of buying fine jewelry for yourself or a loved one. Kat, tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do
1: absolutely and thank you for having me i live in connecticut just outside new york city um as you mentioned i'm the owner of best kept jewelry concierge i'll be celebrating five years in business this march um and in addition to running the business i uh, i live with my husband and i've got a one and a half year old and a three and a half year old daughter
0: excellent one and a half and three and a half good sleepers yes, the kids. I'm in that right now <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, congratulations on coming up on five years.
1: Exactly. Exactly. The um my business has changed quite a bit. It feels like, you know, people's buying habits and relationship to jewelry has changed a lot. So from a timing perspective, it's been exciting to see things evolve.
0: So that's it's interesting. I I I do not know much about people's buying habits with jewelry. So how how has it changed?
1: So I see a very direct correlation with the rise of the importance particularly of Instagram with people buying fine jewelry and researching fine jewelry and and sort of making that important. Um I have come to in the last few years really specialize in custom engagement rings and um engagement rings are simply a bigger deal now because there is the expectation that for a lot of people, uh, the ring will be, um, will be featured and posted, you know, as you announce your engagement. So I think in the past, um, when it wasn't so prevalent, the way that you would, um, sort of announce an engagement with pictures, um, we live in just such a visual time. Um, and so I think Instagram has definitely led to more people, um, you know taking the engagement thing extra seriously
0: yeah well that certainly makes all sense in the world and how how interesting to to track that trend how 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 do we know or is is it knowable um i'm sure that social media has impacted everything but is is just how the industry has grown or is it the industry is is relatively the same but just how we buy it the different places we buy it has changed or all of it.
1: Yes. So I think there, um, has been a huge push towards price transparency when it comes to diamond buying Hmm. just because you can access these databases online that show thousands and thousands of diamonds so from a price comparison standpoint um we're dealing with a much more savvy consumer i think people often have their guard up when it comes to buying a piece of fine jewelry feeling like why is this so expensive i don't want to be taken for a ride Um, and just, um, as I said, with the internet, as with so many things, there has been just a huge push towards transparency. And so jewelers have had to compete more on service and design and style, um, because, you know, consumers are just so much more savvy and well-researched. Um, so I still think that a huge part of the reason my job exists is because people have, um, Are wary; they don't know where to start or who to trust. Um, But I can tell you that there has been just a huge positive shift towards price transparency. um, Really, even even in just the last three or four years.
0: Yeah, which 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 makes all sense in the world. Um, What jumped into my head was. I sort of was thinking that one of the last industries that is being disrupted is when we go and buy a car. And for buying a used car, it's like everything you just talked about. It's like I don't want to get ripped off. I don't want to get taken for a ride. But I really don't know. And that's been shifting and changing because now there's different services and ways to to to, to buy vehicles. But fascinating that it's it's not essentially the same, but in a lot of ways, pretty similar.
1: That is um, one of the comparisons and analogies I make most frequently. Um, and again, a car dealer can say, if you can find someone who can beat my price within 200 miles, go get them. Um, and car dealerships, too, are, are now competing on inventory and service and perks and everything else. So I think that's um, a really apt uh, comparison.
0: And I think that, that you know, price is what you pay value is what you get. Are our, our, jewel, our, our jewel, jewelers, our sellers, the, the transparency and pricing? So it's the stone, it's the metals, it's the design, it's service. Are those, is, is that sort of segmented out like that? Or how how is that changing?
1: Uh, You're exactly right. So with something like an engagement ring, um, the primary, you know, the lion's share of your budget is going to go towards that center diamond um, if you're doing a sort of a traditional white diamond engagement ring. Um, So oftentimes, you know, every bit of 90% of your overall budget could be going towards that diamond. Um, And then, of course, you custom design and and custom make the setting around it very often, or at least that's the way... um, I make engagement rings. Um, so with an engagement ring, you can objectively say I paid a very fair price or maybe I overpaid. With a different type of jewelry, like um, like a thick, heavy gold chain necklace, a lot of the overall price is gonna be driven by brand and craftsmanship and prestige. Um, but something like a, a diamond engagement ring, if you're sourcing the diamond from a diamond wholesaler, um, you know, you can absolutely kind of um, have a good sense of whether or not I paid a very fair price when it comes into something with, you know, a a big name designer, um, you know, uh, the other more sort of fashion pieces. I think it's a little bit harder to say what is the exact right fair price uh, because there are more kind of factors in play. But with an engagement ring, um, you know, within five or 10%, you should really know if you're sort of where you want to be.
0: That, that that makes a ton of sense. If I'm interested in a custom piece of jewelry, specifically an engagement ring, that is, that is for me, it's exactly the way that I want it. That's going to be priced differently than if I'm buying a, a, in in I guess I'm defaulting to clothing or a handbag or a pair of shoes. That this is a pair of it's it's Louis, it's whatever. Is is there a lot of name brand jewelry? It's the most ignorant question I probably ever asked, but I yes. don't know.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So when you think of um, like the major Fifth Avenue retailers, you're thinking Tiffany & Co., Harry Winston, Cartier, um, those pieces tend to maintain their value in the resale market much better. Um, so when considering an investment piece, um, you know, your budget will go further or you'll certainly get more bang for your buck by not going for one of the major heritage houses like those. Um, but in terms of long term value, you um, You know, based on the name, a Van Cleef piece or a Cartier piece is really going to maintain its value in a different way than um, a piece that isn't signed or doesn't have any um, sort of
0: brand prestige. Got it. That makes a ton of sense. All right. So I, as a buyer... I'm probably, I'm, you know, what I I don't know on the continuum, if I'm, you know, an absolute novice. I'm certainly not an expert, so I'm somewhere there in the middle, which is probably where the majority of 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 people fall. Is that fair?
1: Um, you know, that's so interesting. I think a lot of the clients that I work with um, are oftentimes men who are sourcing something very special for their spouse or partner. And so beginning of our relationship, they'll come in and they'll say, I think she wears yellow gold. Actually I know her wedding ring is white gold or she likes delicate pieces. And then he'll send me photos and everything she's wearing is a little bit more bold and chunky. So, um, (laughs) For me, the process is incredibly consultative. Um, I like to meet you where you are. And oftentimes, if you don't have a lot of information, my favorite thing is to ask you to text me a picture or two. Um, Maybe of you guys as a couple dressed up to go to a wedding and then um, dressed down just sort of in jeans, hanging with friends. And just those visual inputs can really tell me a lot um, about her overall style, how she likes to um, wear clothes and jewelry. Um, but I don't think you have to speak the language to make a really thoughtful purchase. Um, I also don't think that you have to, um, do hours and hours of research. Um, the role I like to play is, um, you know, helping you really find a piece that matches the unique style of the person that we're shopping for. Um, and, um, I really kind of curate the universe of options down to the best three or four for you.
0: Got it. Which, which makes a ton of sense. And that's immensely valuable because I do not know the language and I don't even know where to begin when it comes to research because it's, it's a lot and I don't want to make a bad decision because it's an engagement ring or potentially one of the most expensive pieces or things, items that, 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 that we will ever buy. So the stakes are pretty high.
1: The stakes are high. And um, I think sometimes people feel bashful that they don't know some of the terminology or it means that they're going to be taken advantage of. Um You can't, I have some clients who, you know, I say they go down the rabbit hole. It's as though they're pursuing a graduate degree in gemology. Um, and then I have other clients who just um aren't that interested and want to know what I think. And, and as long as it's within budget, that's what we'll go with. Um There's, more often than not a very happy medium, but um, I want everyone to feel like they know what they're buying, that they're making an informed decision. Um, But I also don't think that you need to become a specialist or spend dozens of hours researching. Um, There is sort of, um, for diamond buying and for gemstone buying, to me, there's like a great... You know, five minute, what do I need to know spiel that I can give? Um, that for most of my clients seems to give them enough to be dangerous, but you know, not overwhelm them. So, um, I think a lot about how can I tailor the amount of information based on your experience, but more importantly, based on your interest. Um, because again, there are some people who, um, they're, they're not comfortable unless they feel like they have a firm grasp on the topic. And then other people who, um, are much more about, um, does it feel right to me? Is the speaking to me? Do I like it? Um, so for me, that's really fun kind of dealing with the spectrums of personalities and kind of buying types.
0: Yeah, I, I appreciate that. So where do people buy commonly if 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 I'm going to go and buy an engagement ring, I'm I'm going to my local jewelry store, I'm going to the shops or whatever. I'm going i where is the majority of of jewelry sold or the the majority of of engagement rings where are they sold and, and i know that you mentioned social media and instagram um but are, are there traditional places where i can get it directly from somebody or there's a middle person how how, how does that work traditionally
1: yeah. So I think uh, traditionally people would go into a retail store, a local jeweler who they know and trust and work directly with them. Um, different parts of the country, um, people still go into malls, like more of like a Zales kind of experience, um, which yeah. is still very, very popular. They have tremendously large businesses. Um, what I do is I partner with diamond wholesalers in the diamond district in New York City. Um, and so I have a diamond wholesaler, curate a selection of four or five diamonds for us to choose from that best maximize your budget and, and what you're looking for. And then we have a jeweler Can make a custom setting for you. Um, Oftentimes, if you're buying from a retail store, they have the settings pre-made. So you'll drop a diamond into a setting that will fit it. Um, We make very kind of bespoke handmade settings. So it's a little bit of a different process. Um, I believe in 2021, the average um, spent on an engagement ring was just around $6,000. But there's such a tremendous range. People spend a lot less or um, you can spend uh, certainly a lot more.
0: Yeah, I imagine that the sky is is absolutely the limit. So all right, so we need to get the we need to get the rock. So you go to the wholesaler or I'm sure that there are, that strikes me that that's the best way to do it or the most cost-efficient way to do it, but not the easiest.
1: So yeah, I think that's again like a huge inspiration for me starting the business was how can I provide you access to world-class talent and a world-class inventory um, and help you save a little bit of money and feel like you know what you're buying. Um, But if you're purely interested in price shopping and price comparing, as I said, there are tens of thousands, um, if not more of diamonds listed online. Um, I always cautious my clients against um, buying a diamond that you haven't seen in person, or that someone you trust hasn't seen in person, um, diamonds in and of themselves are optical illusions, and so a diamond could be "quote unquote" near perfect on paper, um, but if it's not cut properly, the, the light's not going to reflect nicely. If, um, if there's sort of an intangible quality when you're looking at a diamond that the their certificate, even if it's graded, doesn't always capture, and so I. I I love when clients are able to meet me in New York and see the diamonds in person, but more often than not, um, we have a Zoom appointment and I'm the person in the room physically looking at the stones. And as we prepare for a diamond buying appointment, the wholesaler and I will probably look through anywhere between 20 to 25 stones to find the four best um that we think really outperform their certificate and, and um have sort of outsized value. So there's still very much... um a human element to it um not to say that the way a diamond is graded isn't important because of course it is um and that's a huge driver of price and value and everything else but um diamonds are um they're uh, very much a subjective art and um and there's a lot of factors that contribute to their beauty
0: yeah yeah that that, that, that makes a ton of sense i can't even imagine buying a diamond on the internet
1: you know, I mean, neither. but it's becoming more and more popular. And I understand, like, if you want access um, and don't kind of know where to start, then again, you can see lots and lots of options. Um, but I have cl- clients, you know, probably a couple times a week who are just in the beginning process of, of looking for an engagement ring. And they'll send me a listing of a diamond they found online. And um, the price, I'll just say that if the price seems too good to be true, it often is. Um, There are sometimes things hiding in the certificate, so you could have a very highly graded diamond for color and clarity, which are usually the two components people are most familiar with, but it may have um, very strong fluorescence, which is something that, as the novice, you may not know what to look for on the certificate, but it can really, really sort of torpedo its overall long-term value. Um, so the stone may not have ideal proportions, so it might not be cut very well. So, um, listen, there are ideas to be found um, without question, but I think um, in general, just with all luxury purchases, if the price is too good to be true, um, you should uh, kind of have your guard up.
0: Yeah, for sure. That, that, that makes a ton of sense. How funny. I imagine it's like when I go to the doctor and I'm telling the doctor all about how I found all this information online. And I'm sure that's super valuable to the doctor and that uh, he or she loves that. So I'm sure you love when people say, well, you're telling me it costs this much, cap, but I just found it for 200 bucks. So why why can't we just use that one?
1: Yes. The WebMD of my business. That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> funny. So walk me through a typical, a typical engagement. Uh, a typical uh, consultation with, with with you. What are the things I really ought to be considering and just what does it look like?
1: Absolutely. So um, we will hop on a quick phone consultation and I'll get a sense of timing when you're hoping to propose uh, where you are in the process, have you looked at rings together? Have you tried anything on together? Um, I would say that's another way the engagement ring process has drastically changed in the last five or 10 years is that, um, more often than not, a couple will discuss things ahead of time and the bride to be will have a pretty strong point of view on what she hopes the ring will look like. Um, it's become, you know, in five years in business, I think I've done two rings where he had zero input from, mm. um, his bride. So, um, you always have to kind of honor what, what she wants, because ideally, this is something she'll be wearing every day for a very long time. So as I said, get a sense of where they are in the process. We'll talk a little bit about um, a budget that they feel comfortable with. Uh, we'll talk about how involved he hopes um, his partner will be in the process or um, his mother-in-law or her sister. Sometimes there's another person in the wings who can kind of help. Um, so there's still an element of surprise, but you feel like. Um, the bride's wishes are being honored. Um, And then we'll talk a little bit about um, design. And um, there are sort of four key pieces of information I need before we can set up an appointment with a diamond wholesaler. So that would be um, your overall budget, um, her ring size, um, which can sometimes be challenging to obtain. Sometimes we guess and sometimes uh, she's able to get measured. Um, The shape of the diamond. Um, so we'll carry an appointment with four or five oval diamonds or round diamonds or asher cut, whatever it is um, and the last piece of course is um, did I say budget, so budget
0: budget shape, size shape and style style got it. That was something I was curious about, so it's just in five years, only two people have said, Nope, I got this one on my own. <laughs> no reason to talk to her
1: yes and It's such a delicate balance because I think the element of surprise can be really important um, and can be really exciting. Um, So there are different ways to um, make sure, as I said, that you've honored her wishes or that you're on the right track. um, But she doesn't necessarily need to attend every appointment on the other side of the coin. um, You know, it's much there are certain very modern couples where um, both parties are involved from beginning to end. And so we're talking prices we're looking at stones together we're tweaking designs um and so i think uh the of surprise there can be when the person chooses to propose um but i have all you know all sorts of involvement um it has become very common
0: yeah i think that that's super cool and and dynamic anytime there's two human beings Regardless of uh of what their gender or sex is, that are interested in getting married and they, and, and and they're interested in buying a ring, uh, fascinating. So many different emotions that are uh, and feelings that that go into this purchase. So super cool. I think it makes sense.
1: Very emotional purchase. Yep.
0: It, it makes sense that uh, that 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 you do the work that that uh, you do. So, okay, I thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they engage?
1: Absolutely. Um, so, my website is bestkept.com. And probably the best place to find me is on Instagram, which is at bestkeptjewelry.
0: Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Cat your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to bestkept, D-S-T-K-E-P-T.com, and check out all the great information that Kat has on there. And then go to Instagram and best, and that's bestkeptjewelry. Uh, is the handle. Thanks, King Cap.
1: Thank you. Have a good one, George. Thanks so much.
0: And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.